Welcome to the Live Love Ministries podcast, a place where we share thoughts, insights, and experiences from the mission field. I'm Eric. I'm Brittany. And I'm Julia. And we're the Live Love Ministries team. All right, we are back in the podcast studio today. Um, we have our normal crew here, Brittany, myself, and Julia. And we have Ella with us. Ella, you want to say hi? Hello. Ella hasn't been on the podcast since we did the girls' edition. So if you want to know Ella a little bit better, you can go listen to that podcast. But we have been away um, from the podcast for several weeks. And so we apologize for that. We've taken a, a long break, um, mostly because we've had a lot of stuff going on, right? Yeah. We, uh, we've moved. My family has moved. Our family has moved. Um, not too far away, just up the road from where we were, but kind of moved our, our home and our home base a little bit, and, uh, and we finally got settled in. If anybody knows what moving is like, there has to be some sympathy there, right? It's terrible. It is the worst. Moving is the worst. Um, I never want to have to do it again. If I do it again, I think I want to sell everything we own <laughs> and, or give it away. I feel like we gave more stuff away. Uh, this time, oh, now mind you, we've moved about 10 times since we've been married, but um, <laughs> we gave more stuff away this time than we ever have before. Just trying to get people to take stuff um, and all that good stuff. But we have officially moved. Moving 11 people uh, is a task. And uh, so we've had a lot of stuff going on. But we're finally a little bit settled, I feel like. Uh, at least, um, you know, we're in the house and we have boxes and stuff to walk around, but we're doing good. And so that allowed us to kind of set up uh, in the garage today uh, to, do, uh, to do this episode. And so we're back. And we're back to talk about something that uh, we love. Um, one of my favorite things, my favorite events that we do all year. This is a special podcast episode about one specific thing, and that's Christmas in the Villages. And so um, many of you guys who are listening have either been here or been a part of it um, several times throughout the year. Throughout the years, excuse me. We've We've now had Christmas in the village. This is the tenth year. That's really cool to think about. Yeah. You know, ten years of using the opportunity of Christmas um, to share the message and hope of Jesus by giving gifts to children and multiple communities. Um, I was trying to uh, think about how it all started or where it came from, mm-hmm. um, but basically it's this: we uh, every year we. Uh, give away Christmas gifts to kids in about seven or eight different communities, depending on the year, depending on what's going on. This year, COVID, it's going to look a little different. But we use this opportunity every year to give Christmas gifts to children. Um, and through that opportunity, we get to share the message of Jesus and the hope of Jesus and the true story of Christmas and all that good stuff. It's a way that we minister to people. We meet needs, love on people and get to share the gospel, get to share the story of Jesus and his love for us. And so it's been really, really cool. Um, uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about it? Sure. I mean, it's just, um, like Eric was saying, it's neat to really think through, like how Christmas in the Villages has evolved over the years and um, thinking through. And even when we were uh, starting it this year, we went back and looked through pictures um, of years past. And of course it's changed, you know, quite a bit, but, um, I remember that first year, you know, we were only in two communities mm-hmm. and which was great at the time because obviously it was new to us and we had no idea really what we were doing. <laughs> we were just hoping that this was going to be a really great way to minister to people and, and help them and share Jesus with them. But we had no idea what it was really going to be like, but 
you know, now thinking, you know, it's in seven or eight communities and how it's grown and how people have really just partnered with us, you know, over the years. Like I can think of certain people who have done this every single year, Mm -hmm. you know, all 10 years. And so it's just really neat to see how um, it's grown and how God has worked through it over the years. And so, um, yeah, we're excited again for this year. And uh, I guess we could maybe explain it a little better, maybe for people who've never participated before. So basically what it is, is um, we do Christmas in the villages a couple of different ways. And larger communities, some of the communities we work have lots and lots and lots of people in them, and some of them don't have quite so many. And so the, the communities that have a whole lot of people in them, what we do is we put on like a Christmas party, right? Is that what you guys would call it, like a Christmas party? Mm-hmm. And we set up uh, kind of like a store where we take all the gifts that we get, and we'll tell you how to give those later. We take all the gifts that we get, and we put them in. We're usually in a room or a building uh, in that community, and we set the gifts up in age and gender, uh, divide them up in age and gender, and then we allow the parents to come through, and and this is in quotes, shop for their children, presents. And so generally, depending on the amount of presents and the amount of kids and parents who are there, they'll get three to four gifts each for each kid. And so the parents come through, get the gifts, and then we have a wrapping station in those communities. They go over, they wrap the gifts, and they're able to take them home and give those gifts to their kids as if it were from them. Because it is. They pick them out, and that's what we want it to be. And so it isn't just, hey, we're coming to give you something. We're, we're coming here to help you love your family well. Uh, we, we want to help the men uh, love their and provide for their families. We want the moms and dads to feel like they're they're a part of it. It isn't just somebody handing something out. And mm-hmm. so that's what we do in the larger communities. And in a little bit smaller communities, we do specific sponsorships for kids. And so we go into those communities the months leading up to Christmas. The kids fill out forms or their parents fill out forms, sizes, interests, uh, you know, needs that they have. And then we try to pair those with people who want to sponsor a specific kid for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the very first year, we, Brittany talked about Christmas in the villages the first year. I don't remember. Do you remember how many kids total that we had that year? It wasn't a ton. I think it was right around 100. I don't think it was more than that. And I think initially we started just because, you know, it was our first year. Mm-hmm. We were completing our first year in Arizona. And we had made some really great relationships with people in some of the communities. And it came from, you know, like we know these families and we love them and we know that sometimes they are struggling. And so we don't want Christmas to be a burden. We want mm-hmm. to be able to help them provide Christmas um, gifts for their kids. And so it was like, okay, how can we do this? You know? Yeah. And so really it was just because we had the, those relationships with a couple of families, but it was like, Hey, we don't want just to do a couple of families. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in their community. Let's do the community. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it started. Um, not like I said, we didn't even realize what it would be like, but that was how we started building relationships in those communities, and it was just really neat yeah. to see how it worked. Yeah, and so that first year, I remember when we were hitting right around a hundred, we thought, "Wow, this is a lot," and, you know. And <laughs> at our height, now this year won't be as many just because of COVID and stuff. It won't. It will be way more than a hundred, but it won't be uh, as much as our highest. We've had over a thousand mm-hmm. in a single year before. Yeah, we went from a hundred to a thousand kids in, you know, just a short amount of time. And we have some really good partners that, that I mean, this was, this is not Brittany, Julie, and myself going to Walmart and buying these gifts. This is, they're sending them from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, support's coming in from around Arizona, 
you know, different places that our partners live. It's just really, really neat. Organizations get behind it. Mm-hmm. Businesses get behind it. Individuals, families, and churches. It's really, 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 really neat. It brings hundreds and hundreds of people together for this one event. And, yeah. and this one event that's aimed at loving people, pointing people to Jesus, impacting the entire community the best that we can. And so I'm super excited about it. And I hope that paints a little bit better picture of what it is. We don't want this podcast to be too long but we want it to, to give you a full picture of what Christmas in the Villages is while we're so excited about it. Yes. And so I think we should add in, too, that we always, in years past, have um, been able to share from the Bible um, the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. So um, that's always been important to us that we never just, not that giving gifts is a bad thing, but we don't just give them, but we want them to know, like, Jesus is the best thing that we can mm-hmm. get. And so this was our greatest gift that we got was on Christmas. And this was the story of Jesus coming to earth as a baby. And, mm-hmm. and so we get to share that um, with the people. And so I want to just make sure that we added that element yeah. into it too, that um, that they also are learning about, if they already know about Jesus, then it, you know it's, this is a good reminder of this is what Christmas is about. And if they've never heard about Jesus, then they get to hear about him for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. It- that's a big part. Like we, we generally set up a Christmas tree in, in the communities and then we'll gather the kids around and we'll tell the Christmas story. We try to come up with unique ways of doing it um, every year and, and it's been really cool. I've already had a parent this year ask me, are you doing the Christmas story again so that the kids can hear? And we're like, yeah, we are. And so it gives us opportunities to do that. Um, one of the unique things that people will ask and just, just as a side note, this brings out a little bit of my personal thought. Like we don't ever do the Santa Claus thing. Number one, that's a little bit weird anyway. <laughs> Number two, we don't want to. We don't want people to think, "Hey, we're coming here dressed up as something that is make believe to tell you about something that is real, or to offer you something from someone who isn't real to tell you about somebody who is." You know, there's a little bit of confusion there. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to be like, "This is the real, true meaning of Christmas, and it's Jesus, and, yeah. and this is the day that we celebrate His birth." Um, God's ultimate plan to, to, to restore us and bring us back to Him, to, to give us value and worth and dignity, all of that, you know. And so it's a big day for us. And so we make it about Jesus, about the gift that was given for us, like you said, and then ultimately about just the love that we're able to share with people. I, I love the time that we get to spend um, with them. And so, Julia, talk a little bit about our, our partners and how, like, where the help comes from and how people have, have helped and why they plugged in in the past. And, yeah, um, like you mentioned earlier, just from all over the country, um, people are helping, whether that's like locally in Arizona, you know, churches can uh, collect toys, you know, as they're like coming in, they can drop off their toys or people send money and gifts and, you know, they'll mail them all across the country um, just to get them to us. Um, and they like, sometimes people do it with like their small groups um, or their church like as a whole like I said um, I have one friend I think it's really cool like she just had um, her first child and so like his first Christmas they were like let's sponsor like a kid and like they could do it together and they like want to do it like every year Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty neat because you know it's like literally his first Christmas and they're already like um, doing that with him so yeah it's really neat just literally how somebody asked me the other day they're like how do you like give Christmas gifts to that many people and I'm like it is literally (laughs) just people who are generous from literally all over the country Um, and obviously you know God 
putting that on their hearts to do so. But mm-hmm. yeah. And so we, you mentioned about families. We have families, again, like you said, that have done it every year. Mm-hmm. Families and churches and organizations that have done this every single year. And for many of our families, it's kind of become a part of their identity. Because not only does it give gifts to other people, not only does it help us in our ministry, but it helps teach their kids, their family, about uh, the unique blessing of giving to others. What mm-hmm. Christmas is really about. It's about us getting stuff. It's about us being able to give and share um, hope and love with other people. And, and, I, and I know every year people will say, can I sponsor kids that are the same age as my kids so that I can go, we can go together. Mm-hmm. And so we get to kind of partner with them too to help them uh, do that. You know, we have you know, organizations in, is in Phoenix. We have people Texas, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Illinois, Florida, uh, where else? California. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm probably leaving some people out, but uh, all over. It is so, so, so cool. Uh, we have people that like obviously churches, but then we have like secular organizations. We have an oil company that partners with us and sends money every year. And we have businesses that, that are other like parachurch organizations that partner mm-hmm. with us. So, you know, our state uh, denomination partners with us and does stuff like that. And so it's really, really, really neat to see how it all comes together. Uh, tell a little bit about, we, we, there's unique stories of, of giving, and I think some of those are like the families that give, but tell a little bit about uh, the church that, that wanted to do even more, like want to go a little bit further. Yeah, we have um, a church that has partnered with us. I think it's been every year. I'm pretty positive it's been every year. Um, you know, to basically their church is like, hey, we want to be a part of this. Basically send us all the names from this one specific community. And so, you know, this church has came out several times um, for on mission trips, and they've been to this specific community a number of times, and so they know many of the children themselves. And so it's like, hey, we want, you know, we know this child because we've been there. We've done vacation Bible school with them. They were special to me. I pray for them. And so I want to sponsor that specific child for Christmas, you know. And so they'll, you know, as a church, you know, each member will be like, okay, I'll take this one or this one or whatever. But I think it's neat because they have that personal connection with them. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, hey, I want to sponsor them for Christmas. And then it just reminds them to, like, keep praying for that child and their family throughout the year. And so it's, like, very personal. Yeah. Um, So I think that's really neat that they do that year after year. It's not like, hey, we did it that one year, now we're going to move to something else. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I want to commit to doing this year after year. And so I think that's neat, especially because thinking if you've done it for 10 years, you know, what if you had a baby that first year and now that child's 10 years old? So it's like some people sponsor the same kid. Right. So you've, like, seen them grow up, you know, basically – um, through the years of just um, being a part of this, and so I just think that's that's neat how they how they do that, how they continue to do that. Um, you know, even this year they're they're doing it again, and so I think that's that's yeah, really neat. I, I do too, and I think it's neat how, like you said, people will pray for those. Kids. This isn't just a oh we got our, our our good deed done at Christmas. Let's check it off. People spend time praying for these kids and their families, and then when they do come, maybe on a mission trip. Or something else, they want to they want to ask about them. They want to know what's going on, how they're doing, stuff like that. There's just a unique connection mm-hmm. there. I, I love it. It's really exciting. Okay, uh, what else? Um, we've seen it build relationships for us. Obviously, we've mentioned that. Um, you, one of the two communities that we started off in that very first year, um, it, it, it it started to grow not only within that community and then outside of that community, obviously, but. Um, one of the people that we sponsored their kids um, that first year, second year, so on, um, 
ended up being some of the first people to come to Jesus in, in that community and then be, ended up being able to lead other people to Jesus in that community. And then another person in that same community, a different family, said, hey, if you're doing this here in our community, let's go to another community. Let's go to another place and, and let me connect you with my family in this other village. And so that allowed us to minister in a totally different community than what we uh, started out in. And so it's opened the door to connect us with multiple people multiple communities and it's just neat i think it's really neat it isn't just a a one thing but when you take gifts and giving and say i want to honor god with them Mm -hmm. god does great things and so it's really really cool and so um tell me some of your favorite things about christmas in the villages what are some of your favorite things favorite memories favorite like stuff that's happened in the past from christmas in the villages ella what do you think is one of your favorite things about christmas in the villages um, one of my favorite things is probably um, seeing all like the smiling faces of all the kids when they get gifts because not everybody is able mm-hmm. to have those gifts every year or they only get like one or two. So being able to see that they're going to get more gifts or get gifts all together is really cool. So they're all really happy and excited. Mm-hmm. What else? What's y'all's favorite things about it? Um, I think it was cool. Um my first Christmas in the villages was right after I had just moved here. Um, and so that was like, I guess, neat the timing of it because uh, just coming out here over the years, um, I'd only really been to a couple of places. And so it was kind of like right off the bat, I got to meet people in different communities. Um, and just in a time when everybody's happy too, you know, when people want to talk to you. Um, so that was really cool. But I think... My favorite thing about it is I think it just makes sharing the gospel so easy and so natural, um, especially when we're in newer communities, you know, because like Brittany said, we read the Christmas story. And um, so then it's super easy to be like, oh, like, what did you think of the story? I remember specifically um, being in one community where it was like, they had never heard the Christmas story before or like you're listening to Christmas music and you're like, oh, like, do you know what the song is about? And it's like, they have no clue why a baby is in a manger. And so I think like it just makes sharing the gospel um, so easy and so natural. And yeah, I think that's why I love it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. I think it's it's one of the times that we... You're a little more relaxed because it's, you're everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's having fun, and it's not hot. You know, a lot of the things we do in Arizona is super hot outside. Sometimes it's cold. <laughs> I like it. I like getting to build a fire, and, and you know, and some communities we have meals, and who knows with COVID this year, uh, bring on 2021 already. But anyway, who knows with with COVID if we'll get to do those things? But. Um, and we bring homemade cookies a lot of times or hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that really cool, like, uh, you know, I don't know, postcard feeling, you know, like you're there <laughs> in, yeah. in the community having it. And you get to be, and people just, I don't know, I just love the people. Mm-hmm. I love getting to be around the people. It reminds me every year that, you know, we're called to a unique place and, yeah. and to unique people that we love dearly. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have those moments and you're, you're sharing the Christmas story and, or you're there loving on somebody or getting to share your testimony with somebody or whatever, you know, just getting to be a friend to somebody. And it reminds you, this is why we're here. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're doing. And so 
I have a, a story specifically from last year that came to mind. Um, so when we do the Christmas parties, um, when the people come through, I sit basically at the registration table. So I'm getting the people's names and they're writing down how many kids they have and their ages and all that kind of stuff. And we were in one of the newer communities that we've been going to. And um, one of the ladies came up to like, register or sign in or whatever and she looked at me and she was just like like basically like what are you guys doing like Mm -hmm. why are you here you know and so like julia was saying like it gives you that opportunity to share the gospel or at least share that one reason well we're here to give gifts because we love you and we want to talk to you about jesus or however you want to say it you know but anyway she just basically um was like she just couldn't believe it you know and she she looked at me and she was like, um, you know, we get, we hear people going to a lot of different communities on our reservation, but no one comes here. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I'm just so thankful that you guys came here this year, mm-hmm. like that you thought about us and mm-hmm. came here, you know? And for me, it was like that, like, I didn't really respond to her, like, didn't really know what to say other than, of course, you know, of course we would want to come here. But I left thinking like, that lady was impacted, I feel like, that day because she thought, like, somebody thought of me. Like, I was important to somebody. And um, so, anyway, it, it's something that stuck with me thinking, yeah, like, you are important. And, like, we get to show that, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's for this one day for this one specific period of time, like, which shows, like, we know who you are, or at least we want to know who you mm-hmm. are. And, you know, we want to show you God's love and like she was able to verbalize it, I yeah. think. And so that's, that's just really stuck with me this yeah. whole year. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, we could go on for, for hours about different conversations we've been able to have and connections that we've made and, and friends that we've made, not just with, you know, specific people in communities, but organizations and, and um, community leaders and things like that. And so, um, I'm excited about it. So let's talk about how people can give as we kind of get close to the end here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked a lot about it, but how do people give? How do people get involved personally? Because we can talk about it, but if they can't figure out how to do it, then it doesn't mean a lot. So let's talk about how they can give. Julie, you want to start? Sure. Um, So if you're wanting to sponsor children, then you can reach out to us through email, text message, social media, whatever. and tell us how many kids you want to sponsor. Um, you can tell us if you, you know have like a preference of age or like girl or boy and that kind of stuff. And we'll send you the form. And so then that way you can pick out the stuff yourself, um, whether you go to Walmart or Target or wherever you want to go, um, and then ship them to us. And then if you're wanting to help with the party, um, then we've made an Amazon wish list. Um, it's called Christmas in the Villages 2020, or it's also linked on our website. Um, but you can just pick out the presents you want to send there. Um, and then also you can just give... Um, money donations through PayPal or Venmo, and then that way um, we can pick out the presents for kids and for the parties and all that stuff. Uh, And that's super fun. Uh, We didn't mention that earlier, but it is really fun kind Mm -hmm. of um, (laughs) walking through Walmart, you know, with like 
10 papers of, you know, <laughs> kids that you got, you get to pick out their Christmas presents. Um, and so it's super fun. Um, so, and yeah. stressful. Fun yeah. and stressful all at the same time. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, and so all that information is on our website, um, www.liveloveministries.org. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a tab specific to Christmas in the village. Right. Yeah. Oh, and we also, we really need all this stuff by December 11th. And that's when we need it hereby. So don't go to the post office <laughs> on December 11th or else we will be stressed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, help us out. Yeah. Help Especially me out because I work COVID. with them. They're the ones who get stressed. Right <laughs> yeah. That would be me mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I get really stressed out. And you know, I'm like, I don't know where this kid's gifts are. So for about three weeks leading up to Christmas, it is mass chaos. Last year, we had to borrow a building from a local church, and we straight up took the whole thing over, <laughs> added floor to ceiling with gifts. It is awesome. Um, all those, the people who just give money, then we divide up and we all go shopping. That's a lot of fun. Um, okay. So what, when, when people say they want to sponsor a child, they're going to, mm-hmm. you say they're going to get a form. Yeah. The form is actually going to have specific stuff on it. We try to make it as yes. easy as possible, not just with the giving. The giving's easy. If you want to give, click PayPal, you give. Venmo, whatever you do there, give. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scan the QR code on whatever. <laughs> All those ways of giving are super, super easy. Yes. You want to send a check in the mail, we can tell you how to do that, whatever. But when it comes to sponsoring a child, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get some very specific details about not not yes. personal details about the child, but details about what they need. Right, exactly. Like you're going to know their name. Um, you'll know their age and if they're a boy or a girl. And then on the form this year, it's asking them specifically uh, to pick one clothing item that is needed more than anything else. So they'll circle, you know, jeans or a hoodie or jacket or shoes or whatever. They'll give their size of that and a specific color that maybe they prefer or you know if it's pants maybe they prefer skinny jeans or maybe they want joggers or whatever so they'll put on there like this is what I like Mm -hmm. so that way you're not trying to figure that out Um, and then also there's a place for them to put their interest or favorite activities so that way that you know the things that they like so you can buy you know a couple of what we call you know fun things So basically, you know, say it's a six-year-old girl and she puts down that she needs a jacket and that she wears, you know, a size six and she loves the color pink. Then you know to look for a pink jacket and a size six. And then on her favorite things, she might say that she loves Frozen or maybe she loves, I don't know, jewelry or fingernail polish or whatever. She'll write those things down and then you can pick two of those items. So basically the child will get three presents, a clothing item and then to what we call fun items mm-hmm. um, to open up. Yeah. So it should be fairly simple, but if you have any questions, you're always able to ask those questions. Yeah. I, I know one question we always get is, can we get a family gift? Like a gift for the whole family. So say we got the three kids and we bought all three of those, can we get a family gift? The answer to that is yes. Yeah, of course. Get a family gift. You know, like some people will get a Bible for the family. Some people will get a gift card like to a grocery store and stick it in there. Uh, gift card to a restaurant so the family can go out and have a Christmas meal together. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Perfectly cool. We ask that you don't go overboard. Like, uh, you know, we're trying to get each kid that sponsored three gifts each. Right. Know? If they end up three, four, whatever, that's not that big a deal. But one, it's it's difficult for us sometimes if a kid gets three and another kid gets 12, you know. And, yeah. and so there's that big gap that we, we try not to overdo it. But we want... 
the reason we put specific things is we want the kids to, to realize these were bought for you, thought out for you. Mm-hmm. And so when they get them, it's not like a shoebox. And I'm not talking bad about shoeboxes, but it's not just a random gift that you have stuffed and it just goes to a random child. Like this is very thought out. Yes. And so it speaks value. It speaks worth. It speaks love mm-hmm. more so than just here's a, here's a, a box of stuff, you know. Right. And so we want to do that. Um so make sure to try to get the things that are on the list um, or, or at least close to it. We've had some funny things come in in the past, and we do say this just in fun. Like, you know, we're not, not making fun of anybody, but this one time we were – we used to ask that they come wrapped. Do we still want them to come wrapped? Or if it's, they come wrapped, maybe put a list of what they are, right? Yeah, it's box. totally your preference. I mean – Wrapped is easier for us. It's easy, or maybe just True. in the gift bag with it. <laughs> yeah. That way we can just put it in the gift bag and not have to wrap with yeah. wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that would be easy if you want to do that. Or but, they can wrap them and then just put yeah uh, the child's name and these are the box one is this box two is this box yeah. three is this. Uh, try to stick to those because in the past we 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 used to re- like say really please wrap them and we didn't require that they put what they were. And one time we were going through some boxes and I picked one up and I started to shake it. And I was like, well, you know, like you shake gifts, yeah. trying to figure out what they are. That's fun. Um, and it sounded like a box of cereal. <laughs> and so I'm like, is this a box of cereal? And then uh, we like, we better open this. Mm-hmm. And let's work the other ones with it. And so it was, a, it was for a teenager. And so um, somebody had bought the, you know, their list said this, but somebody had kind of went out on their own and got a box of cereal, Captain Crunch. And then <laughs> Captain Crunch is good, by the way. But, it is. And, and we still gave it to somebody. We still gave it, but we didn't want like that to be all they got. Right. right. And then, then they threw in some sequined undergarments. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of felt Bedazzled. Well, <laughs> bedazzled. Yeah. Undergarment. And so it's just funny. It was funny. And we laugh about it still. And, and uh, the person that, that gave, you know, they don't feel like we're... I don't think they're listening anyway. But <laughs> anyway, just try to stick to it, it you know, and yeah. uh, the list that way. The moral of the story is those items were not on the form yeah. at all. And they weren't, you know what I mean? They weren't so, close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, okay, thanks. But yeah, we try to be is, more specific. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the, the form gets real specific, you know, sizes and style and all that stuff. And so, so yeah. And so that's that. Um, we, any other questions you think people might have, you guys? Any final thought about Christmas in the villages? I guess just, I don't know, for somebody thinking, I don't know, maybe somebody who's very budget-oriented, about how much yeah, would you question. think yeah. is a child sponsorship? What if, We try to say, what, what, I don't know, what do you say? About, I, I, think I mean, it's it, a, yeah, it oh. just kind of depends on the child. But if you're sponsoring a child and getting those three gifts, we're usually, you know, Usually at least $50 is what we think, you know, depending on sometimes teenagers cost a little more money. Because mm-hmm. they're Fact, we've got a bunch. Because <laughs> their toys are kind of more expensive. Um, so sometimes it will go over that, you know, into the $75, depending on what it is. But, but you know. 50 usually, to $75. Yeah, it's I think usually that range, I think, what people spend. But, it yeah. We're not going to give you a specific amount that you have to spend this much. We just ask that you get three items yeah. for the child. Yeah. And so, yeah, 50 to $75 if people are, like, really money, like, oriented in the sense of how they, they budget it. 50 to $75, I think, would be fair. That's a good question. Think of anything else? Any other unique ways to help? If you're in Arizona, you want to make cookies, you can do that. And we can give those away. Um, and if uh, you want to donate hot chocolate, you can do that as well because we give that away. Yeah. And um, what else? Wrapping paper. 
Gift bags. Gift bags. <laughs> dollar Tree is the bomb when it comes to gift bags because they have them obviously for a dollar, but really good ones and really big ones too. And mm-hmm. so you, if you want to do like other ways of helping on top of that or in spite of that, you can do that. Um, so yeah, Christmas in the Villages is here. Again, if you need more information, it's on our website, mm-hmm. liveloveministries.org. All our social media platforms have it as well. And so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> we'll get to share with you uh, a little bit about it. Hopefully, after it's over, we'll take as much pictures and videos as we can that we'll do and still respect people and stuff. And so mm-hmm. we'll share those with you. But uh, if, if nothing else, we ask that you would pray that God would be glorified through this um, and that, uh, that many people would hear about Jesus and that families would feel and be loved this Christmas. Okay? We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Live Love Ministries podcast. We hope it was encouraging, made you think, and broadened your understanding of our mission and the mission of making disciples of all nations. You can find out more information about our ministry at www.liveloveministries.org. If God leads you to partner with us financially through prayer, or if you're interested in bringing a mission team to Arizona or one of our other locations, you can find that information on our website as well. Until next time, keep loving people and keep pointing people to Jesus. And we'll see you then.